Ladies and gentlemen, it's hodgepodge time. Okay, episode 36 with Jay Edwards. How you guys doing? We're doing good. Are you doing good? Doing great. She's doing good too. All right, so I usually just make a big circle. You'll see how I do it. So let's start right now. Okay. Just what are you doing in music general? Um, man, I am playing. Um, I've been in this thing for a long, long time, and I, I still travel around the country and play music and uh, little honky tonks and hooting nannies all over the all over the United States. And uh, I live in Nashville. Um, we've uh, we've been doing taking some original music back downtown Broadway and, and playing all original shows on Broadway and Second Avenue. That's kind of cool. Something hadn't been done in probably thirty years, you know. So. Um, that's about it. Just record my own music. Still write music. I write for some other people, but uh, nothing major, no, nothing huge right now. All right. What 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 other people have you written for? Um, even even if it is minor, it's still a big yeah. big deal. Um, we got a we got a little song um, that is has been cut by um, uh, Johnny Riley out in, in East Texas, an old blues player out there. Uh, got a little song called Cinderella that's been cut a couple of times, and I can't remember. <laughs> Can't even remember who all's cut that one. Um, it's just it's just little independent folks that have been been around for a little bit and, and uh, cut some things. We've I've um, been co-writer with a couple of other independent artists, and, uh, Jamie Saylor and uh, Shelby Ray out of South Carolina, a little a young girl that's uh, kicking it up right now. She's doing good. And um, my daughter and I write so much. I mean a lot. Cricket Edwards, so she'll be coming on the scene real real strong here real soon. So, All right, the name Jay Edwards is Jay. Start with your first name. Is that how that works Jay. out? It's just the letter J. Yeah. Okay. Mama had ten kids, <laughs> and she just named them all Aletta. I'm lying. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> so hey, that's some of the secrets you keep in your pocket. So. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> all right. So let's just start where you first decided to make music. Well. Um, I was born into it. My dad was an evangelist and traveled all over the country playing an old flat top guitar and preaching and my mom played an accordion and and then uh, when they settled in the church she played uh, piano and B3 organ and uh, so uh, I just raised up as soon as I could hold an instrument they, they stuck one in my hand or put me on the platform singing and um, my brother and sister I've got a sister that's a little younger than me and a brother that's a little bit more younger than me and, they, they were all involved. We traveled around and sang. Uh, so I just kind of continued doing that. I spent a lot of time in Christian music, quite a few years in Christian music, traveling, doing that as well. And, um, about 17, 18 years ago, just kind of switched over playing some blues and uh, old juke joints that uh, kept on writing. So that kind of kind of opened the doors for... Uh, uh, the, the stuff that I'm writing now went to kind of rock and roll and, and Americana. I guess it's probably my genre right now is Americana with the Southern Soul influence. So, so did you start out with a, uh, like a pub deal or anything like that or just? No, I'm, I'm just, I'm the one that's flown under the radar. I, no pub deal, no, no uh, uh, artist deal, no nothing. We so just, you're doing it all out of your pocket? Yeah, I was doing it all by that. So how are you doing it out of pocket? What do you do besides music? 
that's it. It's just strictly music. That's strictly music. <laughs> so, All right. So, have you? Where were you raised? Like, where were you born? And stuff like that. Um, I was born in uh, northeastern Arkansas, and uh, my dad's from Louisiana. My mom from Arkansas. So, uh, and I was raised right on the state line, a place called El Dorado, Arkansas. And uh, I tell them I get to claim both states. So you can step out my back door and be in Louisiana, or the front door and be in Arkansas. So uh, that's that's where we got, we grew up, and that's where I still call home. So 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 how long have you been coming to this uh, songwriting festival? <laughs> this, this is a great interview. I'm telling you, this is my first year. What had happened oh, okay. was. Um, no, I, I had a ride with a, a friend, a new friend, Steve Leslie, uh, last week, and he said, man, I can't go to this thing down there, but uh, you ought to go. I said, Steve, I don't know anybody. And he said, hold on a second. So he called George and or texted George and, and uh, said, when could you go down? And I said, well, I could go Friday and Saturday for sure. And that uh, was kind of all she wrote, Jordan said, come on, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just kind of the wild card. I just got stuck in here, and, and I'm, I'm loving it. It's awesome. So where, what time are you playing tonight, or today? <laughs> tonight, we played last night at, at uh, Tom's uh, Extreme Pizzeria, and then okay. uh, today is at Mosaic. We play at 9 o'clock. Okay. And uh, so t- I'm trying to figure who else is on the bill with me. I'm not, I can't remember now, but... Uh, when when you say Americana, what when you, when you say you you associate yourself with Americana genre, yeah. what kind of artists make people know that is Americana? Well, it's not. And when I say Americana, I'm not talking about the the Americana bluegrass and folk music as much. Maybe some of the folk, but um, I guess it's kind of a term that's encompassed a lot of stuff right now. Since there's been so so much changes in country music and and rock and roll, rock and roll's gone so heavy, and, and country music's gone so uh, so so much R and B that um, it's just an old school thing. Um, if you're looking for older artists, I mean, I'd be probably in the line of uh, Delta McClinton, Fogarty. Um, my voice and singing and stuff lends itself to Bob Seger, okay. um, uh, Joe Cocker, that type thing, old Leon Russell type stuff. So that's that's kind of it's we call it Southern Soul. Uh, the only other moniker I could put on it would be Blue Country Rock. <laughs> so just cram them all in there. It's it's got a lot of blues and soul um, vibe, and uh, but the stories that I tell in the music are going to be more uh, to closer to the older country stuff. And, and, and so. who did you look up to as an inspiration? since you went into music, well. Uh, started in, in the old days, I mean, it was all the gospel stuff, and not so much the, the quartets and the southern gospel as much as um, uh, Andre Crouch and the Disciples and the old the old black gospel uh, was my favorite. And I uh, uh, grew up in the 80s, so people like Brian Adams, uh, you know, were, were big influences. Not as much Almond Brothers and, and that type of stuff, uh, Leonard Skinner, as much when I was younger, I kind of got into them more later on in life. But um, I would say that was it. And just kind of woke up one day or, or found some old blues music on, on the radio and and uh, thought, hey, man, that's my music right there. That belongs to me. And so it was 
kind of that. Um, Eric Clapton's been a been a big uh, influence. I think for most people he is because he's usually everything. Yeah, that's that's the thing with Eric. It's, it's everything. He's got it all covered. Phil Collins was another. You yeah. know, could do could do everything. So. Um, so, so what made you want to go to Nashville when you grew up in Arkansas? Was it just, was it for the music or, or was it just? Yeah. Well, I traveled all over doing music and uh, ended up in South Carolina. And um, that's just kind of, just kind of a little, little uh, U-turn in, in some life situations. And, and um, started in 2009, I started going back and forth to Nashville I had a band in South Carolina. We we played music, played cover music, and started getting a lot more of my original stuff. We were playing in uh, the clubs and played all over South Carolina and the East Coast. And, um, had a friend of mine, Ricky Godfrey, that, that came and asked me to come to Nashville in August of 2009. I went up there and jumped into the blues scene first. And uh, it just got to be where I was there every month and sometimes two weeks out of the month and then back to South Carolina back and forth and uh my wife just said hey man you gotta get a place up there and stop sleeping on everybody else's couches <laughs> and taking up space in their in their house and uh, i've been in nashville about five years i had just um in my opinion i had exhausted all the resources of south carolina that that, that i could use um they've got their own style of music some shag music out there and that just it was it was just not the direction i was going so once I did all that, it was Nashville was the next best place. Right. So, <clears throat> so you are in Nashville. Mm-hmm. If George just came in, brought you in, and said his voice is better than Chris Stapleton's. <laughs> now, now, if that's true, how come nobody has found you yet, <laughs> or know. you haven't went to somebody and said, "Listen to me"? But why is that? Is well, it- I, I am older. I'm an older guy, and I'm, I'm just. I don't know. It's not my nature. I, I could probably be a little bit more aggressive and things like that. But I, I, I do feel like I'm a little bit too old to be um, tooting my own horn and just out there. Hey, man, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to what I can do. And um, so uh, I've had some some people you know come to me like what I'm doing. But I, I've heard this for for right. more than ten years. I've heard I love you. I just don't know what to do with you. You know I don't know what we would do with you. And now that Chris Stapleton is getting uh, some recognition and uh, uh, other guys, Sturgill Simpson, you know, for, for the style of music and the things that I'm doing, I think it, it's, it's it's making it more open for uh, the opportunities are more open for me to go and do some stuff. But now I couldn't tell you that. I don't know. I, I probably scare people. I guess. So now you said you grew up on like, Gospel and stuff like that. So you sing gospel. What made you transition from gospel to where you're at now? Oh, was, man, was it that's just a, that's a big old long story right there. <laughs> um, hey, I got time. If you got yeah. time, <laughs> well, let's see. That's probably a big old long story. I probably don't want to get into. Um, it was just um, I've done it all my life, and then uh, and again, just some just some changes in life. Yeah. I got I got um, honestly just got frustrated with a few things. And uh, and turned around and, and so just went a totally different direction. I, midlife crisis or something. I guess I'm gonna have my <laughs> midlife crisis early, and um, just um, just started going a totally different direction. And I didn't want to walk the fence anymore and do that. You know, I didn't want to do both sides. Some people can. I, I just I didn't want to. And so um, this is where my passion's at is is doing music and 
And uh, so I, I still, and funny thing is that I, I wrote a song 20 years ago and um, a gospel song. And just this last July, uh, a friend of mine heard it a few, a few years ago and uh, came to me and said, hey, man, I want to cut that song and, and I want to sing it this week. I said, okay. So I went back and tweaked it a little bit. 20 years later, um, we're putting it on his new album, Nick's new album. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> so why did it take 20 years? Was it was it him or was it just? I, I think it was just, yeah, I was just doing my own thing. And it probably wouldn't get the recognition back there either. <laughs> so um, I I don't know. It just, it, that's just kind of the way it seems sometimes. And, um, we, we've got. We've got songs that people have told me, said, man, yeah, you got to move to Nashville, and, and that's going to be a big hit. It's going to be a big cut, and, and somebody's going to pick that up as soon as you step off in Nashville, and uh, here we are seven years, seven, eight years later, and, and nobody's cut that song, and no, nothing major has happened. So, um, I don't know. I, I guess kind of the reason why some, I guess some of these things take time is, the, is that I'm not as aggressive. And uh, we've we've never had major management. We've never had um, uh, not even had a booking agent. Everything I've done is we booked it on our own. Um, so I, I, we've hired social media people, and that that didn't work out either. So yeah. everything has been right now. I, I'm the guy that plays guitar, sings, holds the video camera, and <laughs> presses record, and you know mixes all the stuff and. And uh, it, it's it's crazy. So, so for ones listening, he has long hair, a long beard. What? Why did you grow? Was it was it just you got tired of shaving after some point? You just no. had to grow it out, or inspiration? Man, I love this. This is awesome. This is great. And you see, there's no questions written down. Yeah, it's no all coming to me. I, do, I just that's how I do it. I don't. All right. So I will tell you, this is all new. This is all just like a year. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's showing you a picture. Oh, wow. That's me, that's me right there, the guy that looks like the high school science teacher. You know, that's <laughs> me. That, that's, that's the dude right there. Um, kind of like Walter White with the goatee. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you know, it just, um, I, I don't know. I guess it was just time for a little change and, and do something a little different. And uh, um, it... Uh, that's, that's about the way it happened. I just thought, man, I'm going to just try to grow a beard. I've never had long hair, never had a beard. The little goatee was, was yeah. about all I've ever had. I had, did have some sideburns one time, but they didn't get very long. And, <laughs> and uh, she said, you got to cut that out. So I just started letting it grow last year. Uh, and in the summer, mind you, it was the funniest thing. I started letting it grow in the summer. It was hot. And, but I, once I got over the hump, I just let it grow, and I've trimmed it up a little bit now. But I get some compliments on the beard now. Hey. So, so. so going up in Arkansas and then uh, Nashville, did you, was there any – what did your parents – were they farmers? Is, is it, what did you have to do growing up, like plow the fields every day for school or anything like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, all that sure. All that hauling hay and, and – no. Um, <laughs> so my dad was a, a pastor. He was a, a okay. preacher and a pastor, and um, so – I grew up uh, taking care of church stuff, mowing the churchyard, and uh, that. Now, now, I don't want to interrupt, but did it scare you being a preacher's son? Because it's no, because it, it's like, well, if I screw up big time, that's going to look bad on the family. I don't know if I was just worried so much about the family. 
uh, then when I was growing <laughs> up, um, as much as I was that uh, that uh, uh, leather strap, you know, or that yeah. belt. And uh, my my dad was he was he was a tough one. My mom had a she had two six foot leather dog leashes, mm. and she she would. Uh, She'd wind them up a little bit, look like a cat of nine tails, and she'd wear you out one. And if you tried to run, she had twelve foot bullwhip. She'd just reach up there and smack you. <laughs> kind of like you grab your arm. You're running circles trying to get the blows and then get your yeah. legs and get whatever. Oh man, yeah. And she, if she ever came off the organ, if she ever came off the organ during church and stuff, you knew you were in for it. She'd come out there and stand beside you. And she'd say, "Worship the Lord," and she'd be pinching a plug out of your leg, you know, just firing you up. Worship Jesus. And you just, oh, hallelujah. Clap your hands. Keep a smile on your face. <laughs> Woo, boy. And, uh, and that was just part of what you were, you know, that was just a little, a little taste of what you were going to get after church. But it was, it was, um, it, it was kind of, um, uh, that, that's what we did. We went to church. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all the time, uh, we, uh, my dad was also a builder. They would they build houses and remodel houses. We remodel the church every year. There was something new, an addition, building on something, putting a roof on stuff. Um, and uh, and then I've also roofed a few houses. You name it, I've probably done it. I've I've, I've put in so much of that old um, old insulation in the upstairs <laughs> in the attic and stuff that I'm not even affected by that insulation yeah. anymore. You know, people would get all broke out and stuff for it and itches and uh, I, I can wear it as a coat. It's I've done so much of that, John. But uh, hey, you name it, I, I pulled hot tar off of roofs that were oh. from 30, 40 year old roofs and, <laughs> and uh, I've, I've hauled shingles and nailed shingles and, and dug ditches and mowed grass. I hate mowing grass. My, my dad felt like Saturday was Oh, I see. Oh, yes. Yard work day. Yard work day. It'll, it'll be every awesome. Saturday. It's like, okay, we're going to go clean up. <laughs> but it's everything's cleaned up. <laughs> and if there's not enough to do here at our house, right. Miss Hodges next door, she needs her yard cut. Go <laughs> cut the next door neighbors. So, um, you know, that was just, that's what we did. And um, um, uh, so it was all kinds of odd jobs and different things, but I, I've done it all. I, I tried selling cars one time and that, that didn't. I'm just not cut out for that. But traveling and, and uh, I, I think since I was 19, I've been traveling since I was 19 and and uh, singing and doing music. And, and so that's that's just what I've done for uh, most of my life. So let's use 15, for example. When you were 15, what did you want to do besides music? Let's say if <laughs> music was not in the picture, what did you want to do? Um... Man, I don't know. Music was always in the picture, so uh, I think I wanted to be a gangster or something. <laughs> no, um, uh, I wanted to be a. I just wanted to be rich and yeah, and uh, do whatever I wanted to do. So I can't really remember back that far. That's been a long, long time ago. So uh, be a cowboy. Just to be. <laughs> yeah. So. Going about twenty minutes, so we'll be my last question. Okay. Where do you see yourself at this pace you're going in ten years? Oh Lord, I hope the pace gets better. How about that? Okay. okay. <laughs> so if I'm still now, here's the deal with me. If um, 
in 10 years, if, if there's nothing major happening, I can still be doing what I do. Um, I play music. I go to places. Two weeks ago, we were in Northern Iowa uh, playing for some folks there. Uh, in Chattanooga last weekend, uh, playing for folks there. It's, it's just what I do. So if um, people seem to like my songs, so that's good. I'm, I'm uh, making a few friends at a time with my songwriting, and, and they're willing to give me a couple of dollars to, to drive throughout the night, you know, 11 and a half hours, and that ain't no big deal. Seven <laughs> and a half, we're going to drive back tonight, seven and a half hours to Nashville. And uh, so that's what I do. As long as my voice holds out, um, and uh, as long as I don't break my fingers or lose my fingers, and I'll still keep on playing, play music, and just keep on going. But we are hoping, we are hoping that uh, that's something a little bit bigger. I want to just keep doing what I'm doing, but just do it on a bigger scale. Gotcha. So that's that's just the you know the, everything in a nutshell. I, I'd like to see some people come along. I'm an older guy. I'm not going to be the next Taylor Swift. I can tell you that right now. So, <laughs> so you want to get bigger. So let's use, uh, say, six months from now, you get you get a record deal, you mm-hmm. blow up, right? Okay. Who would be the person that you would want to open up for, like in, in any genre? In, in, oh, in any genre. Uh, or if you just want to stick with one genre, it's fine. Yeah. Me. Well, oh, goodness, man. You know who I want to open up for? Is that? I want to open up for Bruce Willis. So, no. <laughs> okay. I don't no, know what he sings, but yeah, yeah he had, in the year back in the eighties, he had a, an album out called "The Return of Bruno." He plays harmonica and, and, and sings as a blues man. Um, no, I don't really know, man. There's there's just so many of them, and the, and the other side of that is that there's so many of them that have passed away. Yeah. Um, I did get a chance in 2008 to open up for Leon Russell. Then we lost you know, Leon Russell a while back. Joe Cocker was was one I just thought I wouldn't really. Um, uh, I just thought one day we'd end up connecting there. Uh, Bob Seger. I, I know tons of folks that are connected with Bob Seger and have played in his band and stuff, but I've, I've never met him. And uh, so I, it would it would probably be something like that. Some of the new folks coming along, uh, I guess. Chris Stapleton, um, Sturgill Simpson, some of those are the guys that are putting their heart into it and they're really doing something. Uh, Eric Church is, I like his attitude right. and what he's got going on. Whatever he puts out is good. You know? yeah. yeah. So it, and it's, it's, it's pretty basic. Hey, this is just what it is. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. That's kind of the way I am too. Yeah. So, but all right, man, I appreciate you being on here. Uh, sure. You got an iTunes or anything they can listen to music for? Is um, all yeah, stuff? all that stuff is connected to the um, to the website. So okay, if okay. anybody wants to go to jedwardsmusic.net, and it's just the letter J, not J-A-Y, jedwardsmusic.net. looks like jedwardsmusic.net, <laughs> but that's not, we're not the same one. If you look up Jedwards, that's somebody else in England, and <laughs> we are not those two little fellas. So, cool.